0: Welcome to the Homegrown Podcast, the place where we share the truth about food and farming from our kitchen to yours. I'm your host, Liz Hazemeyer, along with my husband, Joey. Good evening. And together we hope to inspire, educate, and equip you in your pursuit of true nourishment. It's funny, I had my phone right in front of me, I didn't even look at it when I was reading that. It's like I could have just won it. Could have said the intro from memory, but today we're talking about how you're going to have a nourished holiday.
1: And a fun holiday.
0: Nourishment can be fun. No one's implied. Uh,
1: yeah, but we. You know, this is what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> so, you know, Christmas is this weekend. Um, new Year's is after that. We are so excited. We have some really fun holiday traditions coming up. And I thought, you know what? I wonder how many people are getting a little squirrely right now, thinking about maybe an event that they have with a larger group of family or maybe they're hosting and they're new on their real food journey and they're wondering how their ideas about food and nourishment and daily rhythms are going to play out when Mm -hmm. their schedule is out of whack, when they're hosting a bunch of people, or when they're showing up to someone else's house to eat. And I know that this um, has been a point of tension. If you've listened to the episode where, you know, me and my mom basically talk about, our journeys as I was getting into real food and the rest of my family was not, I was that person that rolled into those events, hyper anxious, hyper stressed. No one shared the same food values. And I was like, well, I guess I just have to forget everything that I believe in and try to do with my kids for the next month. And as I, as time has gone on, I've realized that that's not necessarily true. Mm-mm. So I'm going to talk about two scenarios. The first scenario, assuming... That's not your situation and maybe you do have control over the foods that you get to eat this holiday season. Maybe you're hosting. Maybe your family members are on board with you and you kind of have been on a real food journey together. Maybe they have some awareness of the food changes or the choices that you've made for your family and so it's not an issue. Um, how can you still have fun and enjoy yourself This holiday season. It's funny because I was recently asked, you know, how do the Hazelmeyers do Thanksgiving? So you guys are like super into food. What does your Thanksgiving look like?
1: Well, we don't eat turkey.
0: We do not eat turkey. But it was funny to me because I thought there's nothing traditionally Thanksgiving that wouldn't be able to be made with real food. If anything, we are just, you know, I was like, we'll just use real butter. Yeah. And like scratch make your rolls. Make a delicious animal protein of some kind. I just prefer not to eat turkey. Our
1: Thanksgiving didn't look too weird. No. We had very just scratch-made food. It was just all very Thanksgiving-y. It
0: was just a funny question because I think... No
1: canned cranberry.
0: Yeah. So it, to me, I'm like, we eat very normal food. We just hop into scratch-make it or, you know, source it from someone who also scratch-makes it. But, you know, tell me, what are some of our... Holiday foods that you really enjoy that we make that maybe could inspire someone else to bring some fun food traditions into their family
1: You know, I I think it's it's for me less about the individual food. I know you and the fam all love the eggnog I I kind of like eggnog. I don't love it But I like how life just slows down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I like how you know our food changes in the winter time from a Summery kind of meal to a wintry kind of meal. I like eating sauerkraut mashed potatoes. I like eating um, goulash. Like those kinds of meals, I get super super excited about. I like I like being more of like a chili kind of season. Potato mm. soup, that kind of stuff. So I know you guys love the eggnog. You know, what are some of the What are some of the holiday? meals or foods that you enjoy
0: well i asked you that same question and all you said was you didn't really like the ho- the eggnog is there something that stands out you to know you? what
1: i'm not sure sh- i mean like I, i'm down with cookies like i like I like the sourdough cookies like i'm down with it i'm not a huge holiday food person like uh, the reason we don't do thanksgiving turkey is primarily because i just don't like turkey
0: yeah for me um i love making eggnog with raw milk, raw cream, egg yolks, maple syrup, vanilla, that's it. Dash of cinnamon, dash of nutmeg. Um, best ever. So delicious and really fun. I usually make it for Christmas. My dad loves it too. I really enjoy our big um family meals with the extended families where we kind of dress up the dinner a little bit. We might have a salad in the beginning. It's always centered around some sort of animal source protein. We have a couple sides, usually some roasted veggies. And I usually make a sourdough um, baked good, like a bread or dinner rolls or something. Mm-hmm. Every Christmas we do cinnamon rolls. Sometimes I buy an organic cinnamon roll if I'm just like, I don't wanna risk it with a sourdough situation, because we usually spend all day Christmas Eve out of the house, so it's kinda hard to prep that. But the couple years I have done the sourdough, I think I'm gonna do sourdough this year. Um, it's just fun making some, mm. get, like because I don't do cinnamon rolls like really throughout the year at all maybe one other time so there's just a couple things that I sort of set aside that are fun and for me I'm like any baked good can be elevated simply by not using packaged instant yeast and long fermenting it through a sourdough um starter culture so that's a really simple like hey I want to have dinner rolls at my meal how can I do that in a nourishing way Look up an amazing sourdough dinner roll. If you have an active starter on hand, it's easier than an artisan loaf of bread. I promise. And
1: you see, I'm not a huge. I'm gonna guess there's a lot of people out there like this. I'm not a huge baked treats person. I really enjoy. I'm like a snacky guy. Yeah. So for me, it's I mean, when we have, we watch Christmas movies, we get a big bowl of popcorn. I mean, recently we've we've had this popcorn from our farm where we'll have to do it. I'll have to share a picture of it. It's, it's all the kernel, all the popcorn kernels are still on the ear mm-hmm. of corn. Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've ever dealt with that. It's hilarious. So I hold the corn over top of the bowl, of the, of the pan that I'm going to cook it in or pop it in and I'm picking the kernels off the ear of corn. Yeah. This is not
0: your microwavable popcorn. Anyways.
1: I'm, I, I like that. Like snacky kind of stuff, watching movies. I, that's what I like.
0: I mean, we go charcuterie sometimes. Sometimes we'll do like a pretzel chip and some sort of dip. You've really into the mm, cheese dips yeah, lately. Yeah, I'm down with some
1: cheese dips. So, Jarlsberg.
0: Jarlsberg makes it. <laughs> yeah, you can do an easy Jarlsberg with a little red onion and some either mayonnaise or sour cream base. Any of that's delicious and good. Um, But it's just through the lens of how can I make this as close to nature intended how can I preserve its goodness how can I can I simply scratch make something that otherwise I I would have just been used to getting it at the store like for years um, box stuffing is a great example and it's like you could actually just do like three more steps and just make beautiful stuffings fr- from scratch just bake a loaf of sourdough bread maybe over the year you've saved bread that you've put in the freezer get that out thaw it out cut it up Um, beautiful chicken stock in your stuffing. Like stuffing can be a nourishing dish. You know, it doesn't have to be that stovetop. So I think part of it is un... um, like breaking through some of those assumptions about the holiday foods that we eat and just kind of washing it out as like, oh, I'll just eat unhealthy today and then the rest of the week I'll be fine. Actually, no, you can take a deeper look at your food and say, oh, wait, I can make that. These are actually very normal foods. These didn't start out as like highly commercialized products I, I was going to grab off the grocery store shelf. They just became that because it became so common. And, and I think
1: if if we're really right, the the, th- the question here was, I'm in control of the food that we're gonna be eating this holiday season, whether it's Thanksgiving, which is over, or Christmas, right, and or New Year's, or you're at some kind of event or some kind of party, you're having people over, and you're you're in control of the food. And how can you have fun with it? And I think I think one guiding principle I would I don't know write down if I was planning out my family's upcoming parties and how I wanted them to play out. I would I would write down that it's okay to eat foods that aren't it's okay to celebrate with food.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I believe it's it's very appropriate to food is is powerful. It brings people together. It can bring up memories, and I think that there are some times that it's very appropriate to celebra- celebrate with food, but we would encourage you to make that food the best it can be. Yeah. Right? Or the best that, that you can make it. And and one of those examples is that, man, if if I ate 16 dinner rolls, that is not a nourishing meal. Mm-hmm. Okay? Dinner rolls aren't just, like, providing me with a ton of nutrients my body's needing to, to go work out that day. I like dinner rolls, though. They're delicious. Sourdough dinner rolls are outstanding. Just good stuff. Okay little butter in there and dip in some gravy it's just money pie okay it'd be so easy to stand on a box right now and say don't ever eat pie there's sugar in there it's gonna kill you and I'm like dude you know what at the end of the day if you have a piece of pie for on, on Christmas or on Christmas Eve that's a, like have some pie yeah enjoy it enjoy the pie Yeah, drink some decaf or some calf whatever you are into these days coffee with it and enjoy it mm-hmm. make some homemade ice cream do that mm-hmm. that's not, you know that's something that i really enjoy
0: homemade whipped cream too it's like the the little spray can just doesn't even do it same. justice it's not the same you can you can make some really delicious foods totally in your kitchen.
1: Custards. We've made creme brulees. Oh, totally. There's just stuff that you can make that is super fun. It can make it make an event very memorable. It can be exciting and fun. It's just, I love that. So for me, the guiding principle is, hey, make this celebration the best it can be. Not only just in that I'm going to eat whatever I want, but also like I'm going to enjoy what I'm eating. I'm going be really excited about eating it. And it's going to be the best it can be for me. Mm-hmm. right make it the best you can let's 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 jump into what if you're not in control Cause i feel like in control is a little bit easier right you can make good foods and, and have fun but, but what if you're rolling in some situations where like we have in the past been rolling into situations where people aren't really aligned with with us with food and there's a lot of you know i don't know casseroles where all the ingredients are questionable mm-hmm. or that kind of stuff
0: Well, I feel like the larger the group, the more likely you are to run into that kind of situation. So if I'm talking like my extended family, yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff there that normally I wouldn't eat. Um, Normally I wouldn't have in my home, probably. But for me, it's like there are ways to combat walking into a singular event, a celebration, where you don't have to have all of your eggs in that one meals basket Mm. so you can pregame you can eat a nourishing meal beforehand Mm. you can drink a protein shake ahead of time
1: dude take a protein shake put it in your yeti tumbler
0: an eggnog protein shake honestly put put a couple bananas
1: in there put some organic peanut butter in there some nice honey you know maple syrup something bunch of collagen powder, get that thing like juicy. And on the way to this event, you just, you get yourself real sorts of, you know, nourished. Mm-hmm. And then when you're there, you can pick and choose a few things you want to eat. You know, there's a part of me that is also just the, the, the cook and chef, and the, the entertainer in me. I can't roll into someone's house that the purpose of being there is to eat food and say, you know what? I ate. It just feels really, I don't know, inappropriate. So what what I would say is is that you know eat the protein that they give you. You know, hey, are they eating beef? Great, you know. And and get in get on some of that protein. Maybe avoid things like you know, the baked goods that they're that they're putting out, Mm -hmm. or the highly processed. You know, whatever. Freezer section pie that they, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These kinds of things that you can avoid. Or, um, what are some of the things that you're like, hey, I'm rolling to this place, I'm just not gonna eat that?
0: It's like anything that I'm like, if I really was craving this a second time, would I have access to it? So, if the pie is in a great example, um, if I'm like, for and first of all, it's like, if you want pie, eat some pie, but if you're like, hey, I don't know like if I'm going to feel bad or I don't know that like if my sugar intake is going to go way over the way off the charts. What should I want to prioritize what I'm eating here? A store bought pie like never tastes as good as it looks. It never does. No. And it's like if I really am craving that pie at a later date, I can go buy that pie. I can go buy that pie and enjoy it another time. If I'm rolling into my Christmas and my aunt, uh. Whoever has made like a scratch made dish that maybe was made with like things that I'm not even aware of, but like I can never get that food again. Oh my gosh, enjoy it and thank her for it. Like to me, it's like that. It's like, is it a food that I love? Is it a food that um, I it's like special for this time of year maybe I don't have access to it any other time or is it a food that's like hey this was brought because they wanted to contribute but there's nothing Christmassy about it there's nothing celebratory aside from the fact that it's a baked good or a sweet and you know I I don't I would I'm not going to think back on my night and say man I really wish I had that store-bought pie.
1: I think I think a really interesting thing that we've also kind of got written down for this. Believe it or not, we prepared for this conversation, which is hilarious to think about. You know, talk, we're talking about Christmas and how we eat food, and you know, but what, one one thought was, man, volunteer for some of this, right? If you're gonna be rolling somewhere where you don't control the food, and you're like, man, I know I'm gonna want some pie. Oh yeah. Make the pie. And bring the it.
0: Pie and bring it.
1: Or hey, you know what? I know that with this meal, I'm gonna want some dinner rolls. I just I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone. That's that's entertaining. That's that's going to reject you if you want to bake homemade from scratch dinner rolls. Mm-hmm. No one. Now, don't bring rocks, right? <laughs> bring something that uh, that others will want to eat as well. Yeah. But man, volunteer for some of this stuff, help do some of the cooking. That's that's a that's a great way. Pre-game great way, right? You know, I don't got much time. I just need to whip up a, a really beefy protein shake so that I can, you know, really pick and choose my thing. I don't need to, like, roll into this thing and starve myself to death and come home.
0: Yeah, it's it's like pre-gaming is, like, the opposite of the way that I think some... I used to think, honestly, is, like, oh, I have a big event tonight. I don't want to eat a bunch beforehand because, like, there's going to be a lot of food. But that sets me up to completely binge on foods that I... Just probably wouldn't have even had any interest in because I'm rolling in so hungry.
1: And we all know how it is, right? You roll in the grocery store and you're shopping for food and you're starving. I mean, you roll back home with stuff. You're like, why
0: did I buy this? Yeah, it's like you're a different person. <laughs> it's the same thing. If
1: you roll into one of these events, you're really hungry. Mm-hmm. You're like, why did I eat that?
0: And same thing for your kids too. Like, and and you're right. I'm glad you said that. Like, you don't roll in and tell them, hey, we ate before we got here. You just eat a little something, a little snack, a little meat and cheese. Make it fun. Tell your kids, hey, we're gonna have a, you know, pre-party happy hour. Come get some, like meat and cheese, and come yeah. sit at the table. And we're gonna, you know, drink a you know, glass of eggnog or milk or chocolate milk, like make it fun for your kids, but that milk's going to fill them up a little bit Mm. and they're not going to know anything. And they're going to think, wow, mom and dad are being extra cool tonight. They're just want to celebrate with us. But then you roll in and they've had a full glass of beautiful raw milk. They've had some meat and cheese. They've had maybe a little veg and then, yeah, they can snack on whatever they want there. That to me is like way easier to handle after the fact then my kids who have rolled in hungry and then eat a bunch of stuff because we all know it's hard to get protein into kids, especially when they're distracted. And then later that night, they're going to be up at night saying, I want a bedtime snack because they're mm. starving. Mm-hmm. So pregame, volunteer to bring whatever the dish is you're most looking forward to if someone's not already bringing it or you're like, hey, I want to contribute in this way. Volunteer for that. It's mm. simple. But at the end of the day, like your food is celebratory, it matters, it's powerful, it's why we have this podcast, but it is certainly not what the holiday season is about. Definitely not. And, you know, we recently did a podcast on food identities and we said flat out, like you should never find your identity in your diet. Mm. should never find your identity in the foods you choose to eat or choose not to eat. Your identity should not be that you are gluten-free or dairy-free your identity should not be that you eat or all organic your identity should not be that you bake sourdough bread that's not your identity you could those can be things you do or food standards you have for yourself but um like let's remember what the heck the holiday season is about yeah so if you're rolling in with extreme anxiety about events that's a problem based on the food it's a problem and it's not like i'm pointing at you and telling you you're wrong i've actually been there and i know what that feels like but this should be like a gut check moment for you to be like okay what's going on here is there something deeper i need to food
1: education is food freedom we say this a billion we've said it a billion times and i'll say it again if you roll into these scenarios educated you don't need to roll into these things you know bitter or anxious or be educated, know, know what your body needs, how you can best suit yourself. what you know and the, the reason why we wanted to do this episode is hey, let's give some ideas of people to kind of have them inspired to have an amazing nourished and, and fun holiday season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have an awesome Christmas, right? But that's what we want. Mm-hmm. But also we want people to to be able to be in some of these rhythms. Because that's just how they live, not because that's where they find their fulfillment or their identity, right? For Christmas, you should be, you should be spending time with family. You should, be, you should be remembering, you know, the birth of Jesus on Christmas. You know, this, is, this is like, this is Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. You should be spending time with your kids. You should be excited when you watch them open a present or, you know, eat some of the food you've made, these kinds of things. You shouldn't be questioning the ingredients and everything that you're eating. So, you know, that's kind of where I stand. I'm I'm the first person to, well, not the first. I'm I'm among many friends that also are concerned with the food that they're eating. And that the world is not necessarily setting us up for success when it comes to, you know, nourishing our bodies on a regular basis. And I think about that. Because it's a standard that I that I try to uphold, but when Christmas comes around, I'm like, man, I want to be with my family, and I'm not I'm not going to cause undue like unneeded tension at the you know Hazelmeyer Christmas Eve celebration when I ask you know, hey, these potatoes are these organic? Mm-hmm. It's just like it's not, I'm not going to do that. You know, if, if I if I look at some dish that someone brought and think that looks just not like something that my body needs I might avoid it I might avoid it I'm not, I'm certainly not gonna say anything and if someone says Joey you have to try this and that's a classic situation we get caught in I might uh, you know I'll taste it mm-hmm. like okay I'm not too good to taste something that you know isn't hazelmeyer homegrown approved right mm-hmm. I'll taste it anyways what are some of your favorite hazelmeyer traditions
0: Well, we do fondue for like our lunch Mm. slash, what is that even, like happy hour? Pre-Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah. Mm. So we're dipping, so your dad like makes the cheese fondue, and we're dipping, surprisingly, some cut up bread, some cut up homemade venison sausage, pickle is my... I think it's all of our favorite. We've done some
1: fermented veggies too.
0: Pickle and cheese, just that combo. It sounds odd, but. Um, so good. It's so good. So we like all kind of huddle up around this little fondue pot. I think we usually have like one or two going. And we're dipping literally like homemade venison sausage, sourdough bread, and pickles in this cheese. And it's so good. So good. I love that. I love having kind of a fancier, elevated dinner.
1: We do a lot of seafood for our
0: kind of like a surf and turf yeah Yeah, i love that because we don't do that like you and i don't do that on our own Mm -mm. very often so it's just a treat it keeps it special for me
1: we are blessed if we're honest in that a lot of what homegrown is has bled into both your side of the family and mine Mm -hmm. and so while you know our meals are not going to be you know quote-unquote perfect meals we're do, we're doing pretty good on both sides. It's it's basically it's a a, whole real food. It's been a journey, yeah, to get there. Like the cra- the, the crab we're gonna eat wild caught, right? Mm-hmm. The you know sourdough dinner rolls that we bring, and or sourdough loaf of bread to dip into the, into the you know we're buying organic wherever we can. We have raw dairy in the in, you know kind of in the mix. It's just it's a it's a it's a good situation.
0: Totally, and I'm always like a happy hour kind of cocktail girl, anyways, and so and. So for me, the biggest thing I'm thinking about as my day goes on is I'm enjoying this food. It's like, okay, where's my protein coming from? Because yeah. it can be really easy to just eat carbs. It is easy. Carbs and fat. And and I think that's just natural. Yeah. And it's also just naturally kind of in the food. So love a good shrimp cocktail. Really easy to make. Buy, so I, I, even our Kroger. I mean, we're landlocked.
1: I love horseradish.
0: We li-
1: <laughs> just so much.
0: We live in Ohio. We have great access to you know wild caught shrimp and if we have access to it uh it's pretty affordable as well uh, most people i think do at this point in the freezer section so like get your shrimp steam it up yourself you don't have to like buy the pre-made cocktail tray yeah steam it up your sh- yourself and make a quick easy cocktail sauce a little ketchup a little. on some
1: ice mm-hmm. ketchup horseradish boom
0: little squeeze of lemon excellent protein happy hour snack um i love the cocktail meatballs that my mom makes Mm. also excellent protein delicious snack kind of sweet because it's like a cocktail meatball really good so i'm always trying to make sure on my plate i've got some good protein some good fat and some good carb just in general um we just need to hit our macros Mm -hmm. and I know that protein is going to be satiating. I know that protein is is going to help me feel fuller longer. I know that if I don't get my protein in, I will never feel hungry and just keep eating and eating and eating. And then at the end of the night, I'll be like, man, I feel so blah. Well, it's because I ate, you know, five slices of bread. (laughs) I didn't get any protein. So that's Those are some of my favorite things slash kind of how I view eating on like the day of the event.
1: So, okay, so favorite traditions for you. You were talking some of the food items and, and, and one being the...
0: The fondue. You love
1: the fondue. Yeah. Love it. It's good stuff. Yeah, my... I um, mean, I'm such a sucker for meaningful things that, that I remember from when I was a kid. And when i when i was young man uh, my my grandfather I, i've talked about it before on the podcast but he was in a wheelchair and one of the one of the major ways my, my grandpa Hazelmeyer, it's on the Hazelmeyer side one of the main ways i could spend time with him was watching television and it's so easy for people to downplay television i'm one of them even my own kids, are like, why are you watching shows all day? We go outside. Let's play. Let's do this. Help me in the kitchen. Let's clean up this house. Do something. Get away from screens. Like we're very anti-screen in this house. But when I was growing up, it was you know that you know he was in a wheelchair. He couldn't like come outside with me. And if if I wanted to hang out with Grandpa, it was like I was going to watch TV with him. He was sitting on a you know sofa on a. On a on a couch or in his chair, right? And I I recall there being on a regular basis, on a a regular yearly basis, a movie that we would watch. And in our family, I sort of, it wasn't something on purpose. It was almost like, like we just liked it. So we watched it. It's, It's Swiss Family Robinson. If you're listening to this and you haven't watched that movie, it's an oldie. And, um, it is, I remember as a kid being just filled with excitement when I'd watch that movie, I, I used to dream of, man, what if my family got stranded on this Island and we had to build a, you know, a home and yeah, it's crazy, but I used to love that idea. I, it's, it's, it's interesting because I still haven't, I still have a desire to, you know, kind of sustain and provide for myself. And that's what really that sh- that movie is all about. It's a family that they get stranded on an island, and they're fending for themselves. It's just so good, such a good movie. So, we watch that movie on December twenty third with our girls. We do a bunch of snacks up to the, you know, put put a huge display of snacks on for our kids. They get super hyped. You know, we're we're like constantly scouting for new and interesting organic snacks that we can <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> come up with our whole foods that we can put out for them that they'll be excited about. And we watch the movie together. Before the movie starts, I bring down or I, I show our kids something that was passed on to me. Typically, it's one of my you know firearms, one of my shotguns. That my you know that was passed on from my great grandfather to my grandpa, from my grandpa to my dad, from my dad to me. And there's just something about that where it it there's there's more to family than you know my my parents are annoying. I grow up and I go off. I don't know. And so for me it's it's a big deal. I like it a lot. I already know and I'm preparing myself in advance. That there's there's going to be a day where my kids get old enough that they don't want to do it anymore. And I'm, I'm already committing that when my kids don't want to watch Swiss Family Robinson on the 23rd, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to ever force my kids to like, I'm not, there's, there's never going to be any of this weird pressure. It's just going to be, and, and you know what? Someday I imagine that uh, you and I, or just me, if you don't want to watch it, but I'll watch it by myself on the 23rd. Or with our grandkids. Or with our grandkids. And have them over. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's a cool way for me to remember just, you know, how I was set up for success by people that worked really hard. Mm -hmm. And, um, I love that. Hazel have always been a family of entrepreneurs, self providers, uh, farmers, business owners, those kinds of people. And, uh, Sw- Swiss Slayer Robbins is just a great representation of that wholesome movie. Love it. So
0: the food is always fun. Last year I shared it on our Instagram account, kind of like what organic snacks we were going to get, what a treat in the Hazelmeyer household looks like. I mean, we have an eight, eight or 10 foot Island in our kitchen. How big is that thing? It's huge.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: and we pretty much feet. like deck the whole Island out like buffet style. We do a hot chocolate bar I mean we just we go crazy on purpose and the kids kind of know every year gets a little bit bigger started with just like a couple bowls of organic doritos and then we kind of branched out from there started making snacks ahead of time this year i think we're gonna make a queso so we'll share all that that's coming up on friday so if you're listening to this on wednesday we'll for sure share all that on our instagram just as like a fun little, you know, peek into the kind of food that we like to celebrate with. And that's a very specific night. Swiss Family Night, Swiss Night. So I love that one too. But yeah, I mean, I think it's always fun to kind of take an inventory of what your holiday schedule looks like. What food stuff you've got going on. If you don't have any food traditions built in, build some in this year.
1: Mm-hmm. Find
0: something to do. Yeah. Make a fun cinnamon roll for Christmas morning or a coffee cake or... An amazing like egg casserole doesn't have to be a sweet mm-hmm. baked good. Give me mm-hmm. whatever you want. Um And if you are doing a sweet baked good, I highly recommend you pair that with some really good protein in the morning because yeah. getting protein in the morning is going to help you just set your day up so much better. Totally. Always stay nourished before you drink your coffee. Enjoy your coffee. Maybe this is the time of year you splurge a little bit and get a really nice bag of coffee. Mm. It's just those little touches that for me – just, oh, I love it. I love those little added moments where we kind of splurge a little bit. We've worked really hard all year. Our kids know that they've worked really hard, and we just get to celebrate. I love it. So I hope everyone has an amazing Christmas, an amazing Christmas Eve, an amazing New Year's, um, and you find some good food traditions and you embrace it.
1: I'll tell you what. What I'd like to see is a post tomorrow, wherein we ask people on the Instagram what their traditions are because you know we all as a community can not only support each other but also be inspiration for each other totally and uh, man would love to hear what what everybody else out there is doing for Christmas how they're staying nourished how they're having fun with their family Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas, and until next time, that's a wrap.